Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masechta's Beitza, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Vav, and Mishnah Zion. And I should have warned you at the outset, this is not the easiest of Masechta's, although it's a, re- a very re- rewarding Masechta. Bishamai is of the opinion one's not allowed to give Chala. Chala, as we know from we learn Israel together, that's when you make dough, you have to separate some of the dough and give it to the Kohen. Similarly, when you shecht an animal, when you slaughter an animal, so there are certain gifts that come from the animal that must be given to a Kohen. One is not allowed to do that on Yom Tov. Whether you separated it the day before Yom Tov or you separated it on Yom Tov. One's allowed to separate it on Yom Tov, but you cannot give it to the Kohen on Yom Tov. You have to wait until after Yom Tov. No, one is permitted to give Chala and these Matanos, this meat, to the Kohen on Yom Tov, even if he could have given them Erev Yom Tov. Omerlin Beishamis. Beishamis says to Beishilol, Gezei I have a, uh, a, a comparison, I have, I have a way to learn out that I am correct, that one's not allowed to give these gifts to the Kohen on Yom Tov. Chala, umatnaz l'Kohen, utruma as a Kohen. Chala and these matanas, this meat, are gifts to the Kohen, and truma is a gift to the Kohen. And kashem shalichen as a truma, just as we know one is not allowed to give truma to a Kohen on Yom Tov, kach emolichen as a matanas, so too one cannot give these gifts of chala and this meat to the Kohen on Yom Tov. Meaning we know truma, so certainly if truma is a case, so why why would we say there's a difference between the meat and the chala? Armelin Hillel Basilis is Beishame, you got it all wrong. Look. In the matter of truma, she'en zakebet haramasa. There's a difference between truma and these, these, the challah and the meat. And the difference is as follows: one is not allowed to separate truma from their produce on Shabbos or Yom Tov. Again, because it looks like you're fixing it. it looks like zera shem talking. It looks like you're fixing it. One is not allowed to separate truma on Yom Tov. Therefore, the only way. Or, when, or the only time you're going to separate truma is in a moment when you're allowed to also give it to the Kohen because it's going to be Erev Yontif. Since you're not separate, separating truma and Yontif, then anytime you are separating truma, you're allowed to, it's permitted to give it to the Kohen. The difference between truma and chala and the matanos is one is allowed to make dough on Yontif. One is allowed to shecht an animal on Yontif, which means the obligation to give chala to the Kohen, the obligation to give this meat to the Kohen, only begins on Yontif itself, when you made the dough, when you shechted the animal. So says Basil Bishamay, don't compare Truma to the Chala. Because Truma, you could have done Erev Yontif, and, or Truma, you, 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 the obligation kicks in Erev Yontif, whereas Chala, the obligation is possible that it's only engendered on Yontif itself. Um, so how can you compare Truma to Chala and Matanos? So we have this Machlokas Bishamay, Basil Bishamay says, one is not, never allowed to give these gifts to the Kohen. Basil says, one is allowed to give them to the Kohen. Bishamay says, what do you mean? But you can't give Truma to the Kohen. Says Basil, yeah, but Truma is different because Truma, the obligation is only, the Truma, the, the obligation begins, Erev Yontif, whereas Chala and Mat- the Matanos, the obligation is possible to begin on Yontif itself. Okay, Mishnah Zion. The halach is, and this is going to come up also in this Masechta, that although we allow for certain um, certain things to be done on Yontif, we waive the prohibition of cooking on Yontif, etc., of preparing food on Yontif to some extent, even though we don't have that on Chavez, but things that could have been done Erev Yontif, we don't allow you to do on Yontif itself. As in, if you could have done an Erev Yontif and it wouldn't have affected the taste, so then you should have done an Erev Yontif. In fact, Tosfos believes that's a Doraisa. Tosfos believes Doraisa, biblically, if you were able to do this on Yontif, uh, Erev Yontif and you wait to Yontif, you cannot do so. Okay, I'll just say it's a Durabana. This mission is going to deal with grinding. One is allowed to, although grinding is, is prohibited on Yomtif, however, gr- you're allowed to grind spices because of mafik tamo, meaning to say that if a spice, once you grind it, it begins to lose, mafik tamo begins to lose its, its, its potency, its, uh, its taste. Because of that, we allow you to grind on Yomtif. However, we're going to see this in since it's generally prohibited, 
do we require you to, to grind it, therefore, in an unusual manner or not? Salt as well, we'll see if there's a machlokus with that as well. Says the Mishnah, again, because spices, or because grinding is generally prohibited on Yom Tov, this that we allow you to grind spices, because the spices will lose, their, will lose their potency right away, we still require you to do it in an abnormal way and use a pestle of wood rather than of stone, which is what the normal way, the way you normally do it. And clumps of salt, which have to be ground, which could have been ground Arab Yontif without losing any flavor, could only be ground with an earthenware flask or a wooden mixing spoon and not with a pestle of any type. With Hilomrim, no, we're not so machmir. Since the spices lose its flavor, you can do it totally normally on Yontif with a regular way with a pestle of stone. And clumps of salt may only be ground with a pestle of wood, but not with a pestle of stone on the Yontif. I wish you all a wonderful day.